I love y'all, by the way. Definitely. Love you back. Yeah, I appreciate y'all so much. What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa. And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of. And we're your hosts of. And we're the host of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey y'all, welcome back. This is Living Millennial. I'm Brittany. It's Mandisa. And this is Jamal. How's everybody doing today? I hope you all are having a beautiful day since you last heard our voices. <laughs> What's going on with you, Brittany? <laughs> How you been? What's new with you? Man, I'm good. I just got back in town or just got back home from being in Chicago. My cousin had a wedding, which was beautiful. Um, so for those who hear that outro, we are living millennials. <laughs> you about to go to the TV I show. Was. You about to go to the TV show. I was. I've been watching it. I was. But um, so that is actually my cousin. And she had a beautiful wedding this weekend. It was great. And I was always happy uh, to spend time with my family. So now I'm just happy to be home by my lonesome. <laughs> I know that's right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mandisa? What's been going on with you? Um... <laughs> Doing some job searching, but also uh, I've been racking up some miles. I'm mm. doing a, um, a monthly mile challenge with some folks of mine. Uh, so this month, the challenge is 50 miles. So I'm at, I actually got to 40 today. So I mean, oh, damn. yeah, so it's I've been putting September. some in some work. That's yeah. dope. I know, I know. So I'm actually personally trying to hit 75. That's why. So mm. yeah. overachiever, <laughs> you know, just got to <laughs> Or you just got goals. I'm hitting goals <laughs> and I'm overachieving them. All of the above. What about Jeez. you, King? Tell us what's going on with you. Yeah. I actually just got back from a wedding as well. My best mm-hmm. friend in the whole wide world. Tasha just got married to a wonderful king, a king. And uh, it was such a profound week. Uh, just so much love and so much good energy and good vibes, you know. And we're all in this space of just learning new things about ourselves and our family history and like encountering those things. And to be in a space where that's, that's a part of the vibration going through and you mm. see people speaking up for themselves and being who they are in space and, you know, just moving freely. And it's just always a beautiful reminder of the tribes that you know I've been blessed to encounter in this life you know um so it's an extreme Mm. blessing that I'm grateful for so I feel very full I was Tasha's man of honor uh which was just a privilege to be that for her um and yeah it's just was so beautiful so I'm just still full of love I'm still beaming I can't get the image (laughs) of them out of my head like I just feel their energy they're just amazing they're amazing people just amazing people and so that's the best thing because like listen I don't go to weddings if like I don't know the couple honestly I just don't just because I think that the choice to get married is such a specific one and like if you're going to be in the seat that means you're there to you know be a part of the community uh that supports Mm. this couple and their longevity and their life and their individuality individuality as well as their union together and making sure that that's free and bright and loving and caring and safe for all parties involved and so um, everyone there was there for that purpose especially with COVID Mm -hmm. we had to downsize and so 
that 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 just happened. I'm so happy. Just got back to LA last night, and so I'm feeling good. Yeah. Well, welcome back to both of y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you Thank just love you. love like I you, do? You know, it's it is a beautiful thing. Yeah, we're boom, we're beaming because you're beaming. We all ah. smiling right now. Y'all can't see it, but we're all just grinning. <laughs> we have the, grin, the biggest grin via Zoom. <laughs> yeah, it just feels really, really good. Really, really good. And you know what, though, too? I've been reading this book for like the past month, um, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And that mm. book has just been so amazing. And then Oprah Super Soul has a podcast where they go through each chapter of the book. And so with some recent events in my life over the past couple of months, I've just really been trying to get back to purpose and really get back mm. to who I am and like discovering that through presence and being. And um, this book has been amazing. What Have y'all been reading or watching anything or listening to anything new these days in this time? Yes, yes. I've been reading Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston. Uh, I just started mm. it maybe like last week or they're about somewhere recently. Um, but it tells the story of the last living person um, who was a part of the transatlantic slave trade, like brought to America from West Africa. Um, and so I'm in the beginning and like he's, he's telling the story of his time in Africa because he lived there until he was 19 and that's when he was taken as a slave. Um, and it's just, it's really interesting. And, and Zora, of course, um, wrote it in his dialect. So I'm reading and I'm like hearing possibly what this man sounds like. Um, and it's a beautiful story so far, but I know it's going to get rough. And I'm enjoying just like going along for the journey. But I also know that it's about to get real, real ugly, real soon. Breathe through it. Just go to your breath. Breathe through That's it. That's right. That's right. And I always have the option to put in my little bookmark and press pause and say, I'll come back to this shortly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You really have to do that because the books don't always come with trigger warnings, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's very true. Um, and actually, speaking of that, I think what I'm I'm reading, um, I don't have too much time to. Um, and this is a long slide of marketing for dummies right now. I'm really into that. But <laughs> um, right now, I'm reading My Grandmother's Hands, and that's by mm-hmm. Resma um, Manakim or Manakim. One, I don't I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Apologize. Somebody send me a voice message telling me how to say it. But um, this gentleman is basically addressing um, racialized trauma. Um, And the first portion he's really talking about, racialized trauma and generational trauma. And he's really identifying the fact that like trauma is, is, is physical, it's cellular. And we all have physical reactions to trauma. We all have physical reactions to racism um, and you know, and he's later going to tell us how we can address it. Um, that has been, listen, even just the first 30 pages, like I have blue, green, yellow, orange <laughs> highlights everywhere because for me, mm-hmm. the most exciting part for me is when you, when you read something, this is why I love James Baldwin so much. 
when you read something for someone and they can articulate perfectly the things that you experienced Ooh. and you didn't know how to articulate it yourself. You're yes. like, oh, let me use this, put it in my pocket, get ready to keep it locked and loaded. Um, it's, a, it's, it's just magnificent, the work um, that he's doing. And like I said, I'm only, I'm only like 30 pages in and I'm shook. Oof. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. The power of words. So y'all can actually pick up these books and talk to us about them as well. And I'm interested in the two books that you all are reading. So it'd be great to have that somewhere for all of us to go to. Um, yeah, maybe be. a book club in the future. Who knows? I was going to say, let us know if y'all want to live in millennial book club. I'm down. I'm down. Especially now. Especially now. So right. I'm excited. I love y'all. I love that we read. that part that part i love that we read so i did want to read something to y'all really quickly actually um it's something that i had read that i thought was so powerful and it instantly reminded me of our team and the conversations that we've had consistently um on the show and of course it's from my favorite alex l Mm -hmm. i'm obsessed with y'all know i'm obsessed with her but she talks about our favorite word boundaries and <laughs> and she created this content so one of them says note to self you can be compassionate and still have boundaries mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah you can be understanding and still have boundaries you can be accommodating and still have boundaries you can be committed to your relationships and still have boundaries Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Yep. How I live my life. Yeah. She had several others. There was one last one I'll read. She, she says, you can be well rested and still have boundaries. And that one for me was powerful too, because we just got back from our break, right? From, from being, from resting and taking a break from the show. Um, and we were pretty clear about, you know, boundaries <laughs> during that break. Um, so I, I wanted to read that because, like I said, we've had those conversations in the past and it's always great and comforting to see someone else's language um, and see someone, someone else articulate the very lifestyle, really, that, that you yeah. live. You know, that's a lifestyle. Ooh. That's amazing. And it's also just honest behavior. You know, I think that when we don't set boundaries and then what happens is we start blaming the other person for like crossing a line that we never even set for ourselves or an aspect that they didn't even know about ourselves. And then we put assumptions on them. Well, shouldn't you know, or didn't you know? And it's just, if we're just honest with ourselves of what we have space and capacity for with compassion, the person, it can be, it, it cannot be what the person needs in that moment or like, ah, but like, they're going to be able to accept that honesty if we let it build up because we're not setting boundaries and we're not being clear without force that's when it gets uh, that's when we get into the ring but it's like we played a part in that fight it's actually not just the other person we didn't speak up for ourselves we didn't let them know who we were throughout this relationship we just suppress 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 and suppress giving giving and giving and giving and then it blows up and so it's interesting just to look at how we all through honesty can also share love at the same time. Like they're not two separate things. They don't have to be a fight. They don't have to look like chaos. But I think we've just been fed so much chaos that that's the reaction. But Mm. I think we have to align and like catch that reaction. It's so much bigger than good or bad. It's just the reaction that we've been taught for so long. But like Mm. you take a moment to breathe, you can actually just like move forward on purpose and encounter some hard conversations and some hard things with love and compassion, you know? So I rock with that completely. 
There's also, (laughs) yes, there's also something to be said for just saying those things out loud, because as you were speaking, I was imagining, because I've seen her posts where she has those, which are, I know they're posts, but they look like, they're so nice. (laughs) They're just, they're so pretty, pretty posts, right? So step one. (laughs) But I was imagining them and writing things down is one thing, but then saying those things out loud is another. Mm. And just putting your voice and the visual of, you know, that on a post, those words on a post-it, uh, I don't know. There was like waves going through my body. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See it, say it, believe it. Ooh, put that on a yeah. shirt. <laughs> Ooh. See it, say it, believe, believe it. it. See it, yeah. say it, believe it. That's beautiful. I that love that. Beautiful. I got to write that down. I got to write that down. I know. I'm using that. You got to write that down. Social media content. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And once you're done with that, girl, tell us what the word of the day is. What the word? What the what the word? All right, here we go. <laughs> I was ready. Were you? You were ready? You were ready for the bounce beat? <laughs> so just to remind y'all what word of the day is, is essentially where I read the definition of a word or a phrase that each of us have to use at least once in our conversation. So get your notepad out, get your oil pastels and your canvas out and get ready to tally. It's not that serious, but keep track. (laughs) Okay, today's word is sacrosanct. Yeah, yeah. Come on with it, sacrosanct. Okay. I'm all saying. You like us. Come on with it. Sacrosanct. I'm going to need you to say that and spell it for me. S A C R O S A N C T. Okay. Ooh. One more time for the people in the back. One more time for the people in the back. Sacrosanct. S A C R O S A N C T. I feel like I need to snap to that. That was like a spoken word vibe. <laughs> okay. The definition. It's an adjective, and it means especially of a place, a principle, or routine regarded as too important or valuable to be interfered with. I'm going to say that one more time. Sacrosanct, an adjective meaning especially of a place, a principle, or routine regarded as too important or valuable to be interfered with. Mm-hmm. Well, you know my mind went straight to the gutter, but okay. <laughs> I'm with it. Oh. All right, let's go. Okay. That's that dope. One? I love that. You this like is it? Juicy. You like it? <laughs> this is juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacrosanct. Yeah, it's sacred, you know? Nobody right. can enter here. It's like it's mm-hmm. a holy space, yes. you know? It cannot be fucked with. It's a sacrosanct. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm All with right. it. I'm with it. Okay. Mm. Mm. Sorry, that's hitting me. That's hitting me. <laughs> Let, it okay. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. All right. So now that we have the word of the day, friends, it's time to play. Would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know this is our favorite. 
really each game is our favorite game, but it's something about would you rather. It is something it's, about yeah. would you rather. <laughs> I feel like I really get to know y'all when we play this game. <laughs> so great. So great. Yeah. And I'm most excited too because the the questions that I have prepared are just bomb. For those who don't know, would you rather is the game that we play. I'm gonna give you guys two scenarios and you have to tell me, which would you rather? Let's do it. You can get with this or you can get with that. You uh. can get with this or you can get with that. So uh. you can get with this or mm. you can get with that. You can get with this, because mm. this is where it's at. This is where it's at. <laughs> Boom. All right, cool. So y'all ready for the first one? Yes, we are. It is, it All is. Right. On your first date, would you rather forget your friend's first name or call them the wrong name? Forget their name. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, oh my goodness. It is so insulting. I would think to, to call somebody mm-hmm. by somebody else's name because, okay. <laughs> I have sometimes had to like focus on not doing that. Wait, when, Y'all when, what, face. who, what, where? That, that's, that's all I'm <laughs> no, saying. That's all we wow. gonna get. On, you know, on, that's all we gonna get from her. That's all I'm gonna say <laughs> right Focus now. Focus on not saying someone else's name, but you can Ooh. in your head, though. That oh. part. We've all been there. Mm. <laughs> I can't say I have. Mm. I've definitely had to pay attention to make sure I ain't texting the wrong person. Because um, I don't say the numbers. So, but... Yeah, I would, I would rather the same. I would rather forget uh, the person's, I would rather forget the person's name because y'all know me. I will king or queen you to death. <laughs> so, and they, some people be like, oh, oh my God, king. Like, mm, thank you. No, I just forgot your name, king. You know, <laughs> I have no idea. you know what I love though, is that I love if I forget someone's name because going back to the idea of just honesty, it's mm-hmm. just that people really do look at you differently when you say, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Can you tell me again? Mm. Or even if it's a name that's hard to pronounce, when you focus on the pronunciation rather than being shocked mm. by it or scared that you're not going to get it right, it's such a way of like introducing yourself to someone and valuing their presence. So people actually appreciate it when mm-hmm. you're honest and vulnerable to say, I am so sorry. I actually am missing your name. Can you please tell me again? I'm hearing everything you're saying. I want to attach your words to your name. Can you remind me? I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's a good one. And look, if Jamal did that to me with that face, I'd be like, absolutely. <laughs> My name's Mandisa. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> one. So like, yeah. Yep. I know I appreciate it you when got people me. are just honest. Like, tell me one more time or tell me again. I, I, don't, I don't take offense to it. I'll just tell you. You're right. Yeah. Unless it doesn't matter. If it doesn't matter, I don't want to be talking to you no more. I might just let it ride out because I know it's going to be done after this. So I'm like, yeah, that check come in. All right, I don't even need to know because this is it. <laughs> See why I'm saying that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's that same energy. Um, okay, so ready for the second one. On your first date, yeah. would you rather run into your ex or run into your parents? Which is this it's like the so last ex or any ex? I'm gonna say I'm gonna I have to pick one. So I'm gonna say my ex, but also like I don't care who I run into on the date. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever, yeah. like I'm grown. 
we're yeah. all adults here so it's like i'm not holding on to anybody from the past and so if i run into you and be like hey what's up how you been mm-hmm. how's life how's the kids mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah and i'm gonna ask about the husband and everything yeah. like yeah, yeah. And it's nice that you'll actually address them too. That's nice. Some people won't. (laughs) Step one. I don't have no, I don't have any dramatic exes though. That's the thing. I'm unique. I don't have any drama with exes. I, for kicks, my parents, because I just be like, what you doing out here? (laughs) Funny running into you. Um, For me, it'll be, it'll be my ex. Um, Cause my parents are nosy and I haven't introduced my parents to anybody <laughs> in years, probably since high school, to be honest. Nope. That's not the truth. Since, since I moved here in San Diego. Nope. So, um, and they don't let me live anything down. So I would run into it. I would rather run into an ex. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you know, chronicles <laughs> of being too close to your parents. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next one. If your date, does not work out, would you rather text your date to explain what went wrong or ghost them? I would text them. I think I would too. It, I just might, it might take me a few steps to get my point across, mm. but. Mm, I usually say it on the, I usually say it on the date. Ooh, yes. Like, you know, at the end, like, you know what? This is great. However, it might be halfway through the date. I mean, I'm an honest communicator. And so like, if there's not a vibe, it's kind of obvious in the midst of the conversation because we speak about it. We'll speak about what's exciting about this thing or like we'll challenge each other in a different way. And then like usually towards the end of the date or whatnot, like there's this quick like overview of the date, you know, um, wow. you know, like, yo, this is pretty, pretty dope. Like, uh, I would love to see you again. Or I'm like, yeah, all right, see you later. Da, 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 da. And then there's the text. You have to process a little bit. But most mm. of the time, like, it's pretty mm. clear on with me, at least. That's just the way that I move. It's, it's not really people usually know where they stand with me. Yeah, that's real. Can y'all guess what my answer will be? Ghost. <laughs> I, I, now I feel like it's a trick question and I want to go with that you text them. So I am growing as a human. Oh, new season, new you. Listen, new Ooh. season, new me. Quarantine is really doing something to me. Okay, y'all. I cannot avoid okay. my own brain. So yeah, I, I feel like now in this new age and the newer me, I would definitely explain things. Um, yeah, let's go. Cause you know what, what happens too is people are going to come up and ask me anyway. So I might as well be upfront and honest. You know, I've definitely had people who are like, Hey, I ain't talked to you in a little bit. What's going on? Then I have to explain. So why not, you know, just do it then. Right. So yeah. yay. To what, ex- what, to what extent do we explain really quickly? Um, you know what? So me and my, and this has happened recently, um, I'll just be straight, I'll be honest and say, you know what, I just don't think that this is either fun anymore, or I don't think this is healthy, I don't think it's, you know, it's gonna go anywhere, to be honest, I mean, you know, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere, Um, and I leave it at that. Now, if they're asking more questions, depending on the person, um, I may answer it, but I haven't had to, with me not ghosting people and me really being honest I have yet to have to explain further than just me saying like I just don't think it's a good idea I love that I love that That's what's I've up. had to explain a little bit further um but it was kind of clear 
uh, but what I, this is my rule of thumb when like leaving things, I highlight what's great about them and what I enjoy about them and why I went on the date with them. And then I highlight why I personally um, don't want to involve myself in it. And it's like, hey, but I don't think there's a vibe there that's interesting enough for me to move forward, but you're dope because of A, B, and C. That mm -hmm. way it's like uplifting a human being while still valuing my choice not to be. So it's not that you're not worthy and you're a problem. You might be, but like, that's not for me to tell you, especially after a first date, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I highlight something good and then I say what I'm going to do while still keeping them uplifted. Because dating is hard for everybody, if we're mm -hmm. real out here in these streets. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. out here trying to leave anybody feeling like less value, even yeah. if you're not for me. Um, so that's what I try to do. Mm -hmm. What do you do, Mandisa? That's great. I don't really date, guys. <laughs> I don't really believe you, Mandisa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we another have, episode on dating and how we define dating <laughs> i was gonna say then we have to talk about what's the difference between dating and other things because that's yeah that's an interesting one but no but what you got what you got i'm sorry i didn't mean to i didn't mean to uh oh <laughs> maybe her methods no, are sacrosanct no. oh, okay. Come on, point point <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, but I, I really, I, I, I haven't really dated. Like, if I'm dating you, <laughs> we're like in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't like dated. Mm -hmm. If that, that does sense. make, if I say it like, like that, um, <laughs> am I using this right? Like, serial dating, basically, right? Like, or going on different dates, or, or yeah, or like a a serial relationshiper. <laughs> okay. So how do you get to the relationship? <laughs> it would be by like, at the base of it, there has to be friendship. Like yeah. you have to, you have to become my friend. You have to like, we have to connect on, on the mental mm -hmm. and the humor. And like, mm -hmm. if you aren't adventurous mm -hmm. enough to hang with me, mm -hmm. then like, <laughs> you're going to get kicked to the curb. <laughs> so it's like, it's necessary. Like you have to be, we got to be friends. We got to be able to kick it. I got to like you before I can love I you. I love that, D. I love that. My past two relationships, because I haven't been in many relationships, only like two yeah, in my lifetime. And then like, you can count the other one because like Laquanda was dope. We was in middle school, but like she came back from Colorado. We were like seniors in high school and like we picked up. It didn't work out, but yeah, you know, you had a little moment. So I would value that one too, because it's like, she's a wonderful woman today. Mm -hmm. We're still friends. Um, but like my exes were friends authentically first before becoming mm -hmm. in a relationship. And then those relationships lasted for a while, you know, like my senior year, although we were friends for three years and then like dated for like almost a year, like the time of the relationship mm -hmm. as a whole was a long time. And then my ex Danielle as well, we were friends platonically through other relationships. And then we were together for almost four and then kind of like in some gray area for a while and she's still my friend today i was just kicking it with her though with this she was a bridesmaid in the wedding i was a man of honor ah, and, hey. you know and so like i don't have the experience of like dating a whole bunch of people or having a whole bunch of relationships but i have just started dating um so mm -hmm. i rock with what you're saying though because it's a value that i try to teach yeah. my kids like establishing a friendship with someone even in the situation that i'm in right now like it's deep love there but it's still a friendship first. Like, you know what I mean? Like we haven't been in bed Absolutely. with each other yet. You know what I mean? But there's a deep love there. Yeah. So I would say that although it's deep and more than that, you know, friendship is at the very, very root core of the care that's happening in this thing, you know? Absolutely. Ooh. And I echo, like, I, I would also, <laughs> it's so funny saying uh, that I've only been in like two 
serious and putting air quotes around them real heavy. <laughs> no, but they were serious relationships. I just held on to my air quotes for so long. Um, two serious relationships, but I would say three because of my ex from high school, who just as you were saying, I'm so good friends with him. Such good friends. So good. Such good friends. Either or we know what you're saying and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's also such... I feel like in taking your time, like in building a friendship, you're getting to know someone through hopefully uh, at least a handful of journeys and ups and downs with them. And that way, like you, through a building friendship and, and a loving relationship, like you build um, your own foundation with this person. And then like, as you would with any friendship, like a co-building mm -hmm. with them and yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm about to say some like hippie dippy stuff like yeah. we're all roots just going into the ground like <laughs> I, it's honestly yeah. I believe that it's the way to do it because we're so used to like being within our patterns and just cycling through drama in relationships just mm -hmm. for the sake of like being within this pattern but we're all just looking for safety and to be who we are and once yeah. you start being who you are like it's interesting how mm. having a friendship with someone and having a slow romance that rises you know and that you know that that awareness of that is so much more beautiful whether it works out or not for the long run because we're not wasting our time yeah. not yeah. being ourselves and being yeah. yourself doesn't mean it has to be in competition with someone else i don't mean the whole like i'm gonna be me you do you no not that energy like it's just a presence that oh, just yeah, no. is it's like <laughs> yeah. you just are you so even if someone is triggered by you or their reaction because you know what i mean it's not your job to get into the ring with them or to make them feel weaker because they're having this human experience uh, mm -hmm. seeing freedom in you, whatever that case may be. Because I think sometimes yeah. we always look at what's happening on the other side in dating as an, a personal offense. And a lot of it is not personal. It's just our life experiences mm -hmm. and our upbringing coming to a clashing while looking for a mate. And it doesn't have to be degrading. It can be, oh, I see how your experience led you to this. This is where I'm at. And from that conversation, you can really speak and see and grow and see each other clearly without it having to be drama at all. And it doesn't take more time or effort. It actually just makes going to bed easier. Ooh, that's a Monica oh. song. Don't go to bed mad. Um, Monica and Clarice, mm -hmm. remember that? I think you're on, you think you're riding off in the morning. Anyway, so <laughs> let's compromise. So, ooh, okay. So first of all, all of what y'all just said, oh, I, we got. We have to stay focused for this particular episode, but let's. I feel like we're in it. I feel come, like we're in it. We are, but here's why. Here's why because I'm currently in a situation where I am friends with someone, and I'm. I and this has happened before where I've had crushes on my friends, like especially when we first got off as friends. But I'm definitely in a situation where I it's growing. And I think we have, I have to have that conversation of like, hey, we might, I, I may have to pull back in order to protect myself, right? So then, especially as, especially as a, a, I'm not even, well, I'm a female, but especially as a person who's attracted to men and women um, who have friends who are mostly women and I have some male friends as well. Um, but especially someone who's like, who's in that realm, right? And uh, I would love us to have a conversation later about like just the navigation of that, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and what necessary, ba necessary boundaries 
back to the favorite word, but there are to set, um, where we try to set to try to avoid that. But let's get, we'll get, we'll definitely, I will just, yeah, we'll definitely bring it up because all of what y'all are saying is so dope. However, in the position that I'm in right now, I'm just like, but it's so scary. Like, but what if your friend doesn't like- And here's the thing. (laughs) And here's the thing. And here's the thing. Fears- fear arises like fear arises when you're like getting to know someone like I think that's just a natural thing like there's fears that arises for me in this situation the beautiful thing about the situation that I'm in though is that we can speak about our fears to each other you know and there's this open vulnerability in speaking about what fears are triggered with a soft grace in sharing them, you know? It's never a, a woe is me. Now, I don't know what's happening on the sidelines. I have some woe is, I have some woe is me moments. Um, I'm sure he does too, you know what I mean? Um, those things also happen, but they also don't define reality. They are all projections based mm-hmm. on, you know, what we are afraid of, but they mm-hmm. are just ideas, you know? But like, if you, again, go back to the present moment and like really like track through defining what those feelings are, you'll find the core of those things because they don't have to control your reaction or how you behave. You know what I mean? And so I I think fears are beautiful. Just recognizing those fears though, like they're there for a reason. So investigate those things, but also we don't, we shouldn't be ashamed about those fears that come when dating someone or uh, building an attraction with someone. Like those things I think are natural and there's so much pressure not to, well, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be is usually the reaction. You shouldn't be afraid. It's like, nah, but like what we really should say to our friends is that, yo, recognize that fear. Let's investigate that. Like, where, where does that come from? Where do you think that comes from? Like, we need to stop telling each other what it is and like listening to where each other are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have to address right. that for ourselves first. You know what I'm saying? We can, I can't be honest with anybody else. They ask me those questions if I haven't been honest with myself, you know? So... Absolutely. Yeah. So but through the, I think, but through the, the question, thing, you can be honest with yourself. But, because but questions they, that our friends ask us awakens those thoughts to like investigate. You know, that's what that's what conversation is about. And so yeah. sometimes, like investigating on yourself, we have a limited experience based on self. And so sometimes someone else asking the question is going to be like, ah, I've never thought of it that way. No mm-hmm. pressure to have an answer right now. That's what I mean about the energy of like, you got to have, you should do this, you should do that. No pressure. A question is just a question that like, we don't have to have an answer right now. We can marinate for as long as two. Yeah, I know. I totally agree, um, which is why I think it's necessary to have, continue to have friendships that allow us to just be, like you've said before, you know, because we do have those people who are just like, who ask questions and they want answers, but you don't know the answer yeah. to that and who won't necessarily mm-hmm. accept the fact that like, bro, I don't got the answer to that. You know, so I value my friends completely um, because they allow us to do that. Um, And I also value the the fact that like, yeah, I can, there are, there are a lot of moments, again, especially during this quarantine where, you know, I, it just hits me like, oh, wait a minute, like, boom, like epiphany. That makes so much goddamn sense from conversations that I've had with, (laughs) with friends, right? And just pairing it together and just outwardly processing with myself. Um, you know, I, I value that that time as well. I valued it even more now. Um, and then I'm able to have those even more honest and vulnerable conversations with my friends, with you guys about, you know, the state that I'm in and about, you know, all those things. Because, I mean, yeah, sometimes, some, sometimes I will be processing with another person, um, is is helpful 
But I personally have to be very strategic on who I'm talking to about what things, you know, about what things. Like, who is really going to sit there and listen to me? My Libra friends, my Libra loves, they're going to sit there and listen. Mm. And sometimes mm. they don't even, they don't validate. I got three of them. And sometimes they don't validate shit I said. They be like, girl, you are cr-. like something. That, mm, that sounds, uh, hit, that yep, sounds. that's great. Uh. That's great. And here's the thing I said the other day when I was hanging out with a friend. I said that, you know, we share our stories because I think the whole story, we're all looking for validation. We know that now it's a human experience. Now, the next step is like we don't share our stories for validation. We share our stories because we own them. You know, mm. and so like like I, I, I love in conversation to remind people that I'm sharing my story because I own them and like that's freedom and a lot of times we hold up our freedom because we're looking at who's going to validate like when I look at like coming out as bi and not not telling my father because I was like in this space of like yo I want to keep my father and if he pops off I'm gonna pop off too and be like all right see you at the funeral you know that was my vibe Mm. and then one day I had this inspiration Mm. to talk to him it was because I owned my story at that point and I started the conversation by loving on him first and then telling him just so you know I'm not looking for your validation I don't need you to understand this and I don't need you to accept this, but I would love you. I would, I do want your love and I want to open up a space for you to get to know who I really am. And I've realized that I've held up my freedom out of, out of fear that your validation wouldn't be there. And I'm like, wait, hold on. I can't live this life holding up my purpose and my fulfillment or my father's acceptance of me. And so I think we, I I want to shift the story in my work and what I do to not looking for validation, but going through the work and processing of like listening to all the ideas so we can get to the place of owning our stories, events that have just happened to us, Mm -hmm. that have created us, holding things accountable for where we want to grow and be better and freer and like more compassionate to people and not in the space of drama. Mm-hmm. And then we can share our stories, owning them rather than placing our self-worth on who's going to understand them, who's yeah. going to see us. That's yeah. a dangerous space to live Woo. your life in. Gems have been dropped. And the discussion today is, are we still dating during this <laughs> pandemic? Are we still dating? It sounds like we got two here. We already heard D's answer, but like Ari, clearly I am. <laughs> I have been. I feel like it's been it's picked up more during the pandemic. Listen, swiping right, yeah. right. Well, not right so much, but left, right, left, right. Yeah. Is that shocking to you, Mandisa? That that uh, she said that it's picked up during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you heard my (laughs) I think it's because I'm such a a physical communicator that instead of, because let let me tell you, let me tell you, I did think about, (laughs) I did think about like downloading some apps and being like, hmm, (laughs) let's just see where this goes. But, and rather unintentionally, or perhaps, well, partly intentionally, there was some intention of having more um, more FaceTime with my current friends and like strengthening that circle and just like reaching out to friends more, mm. um, especially through, <laughs> I've said it before now, <laughs> especially through a good old duo call, like video chat, I, I need that physical connection because that you know that's as much as it's going to get for me because i'm like 
I'll see you when I see yeah. you. And that's an aspect of, I think, people dating. Like, a lot of dating has been happening virtually. And what I've been realizing is that, and I'm not dating a whole bunch of people just because, like, in this space, I'm similar to you, actually. I am a physical person. And I also am, like, I love so deeply, so deeply mm. and freely, you know? When it com becomes romantic, I, I'm realizing, actually, that I don't have a lot of, I don't have the same capacity for romantic love as I do for friendship love. And a lot of that love looks the same. Because even in romantic love, it like looks the same, but it's the level of like the, the feeling of the heartbeat is just different when it's romantic love, you know? But like, if you look at how I love my friends, it looks very similar to like what's happening with the guy that I'm involved with right now. You know what I mean? Like the care, yeah. the love, the concern, the empathy, the vulnerability, and you know, and like when the world opens up, it'll get more fun when we can actually do stuff, you know? <laughs> um, but I think right now with the virtual thing being face-to-face -face on a computer, there is an amazing opportunity for more open conversation and deeper conversation because the distractions are minimized these days. Um, if you take a break from the news, at least <laughs> the distractions are minimized. Absolutely. And I, I'm yeah. finding too, like, even like what you're saying, Mandisa, I'm agreeing with you. Conversations with friends, parents at the grocery store, like they're vibrating uh -huh. differently, you know? Yeah. And so I also think yeah. that dating for a lot of people isn't, isn't happening physically now because of quarantine. Um, I know there's limitations on how I date because of that for my own safety and other people's safety. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like this is yeah. much more, it's intimate in a different way and I hope it sustains. What's your experience yeah. been, Brittany? Well, that was going to be my question too, is like, you know, how have those friendships changed and how has dating changed? I know my friendships have definitely gotten stronger. Um, similar to Mandisa, I'm FaceTiming a lot more. Um, actually last night, shout out to Piaja. Um, we were literally on FaceTime for like, for like four, four to five hours, I think, just talking and talking about memories. This is my old, <laughs> this is my first college roommate and we have been close friends ever since. Um, but even she mentioned, you know, the other night that she's like, dang, like, yeah, since we've been quarantined, well, really since we, not even just since we've been quarantined, but since two years ago, actually, I came to visit home and, and, and her and I hung out um we've been closer but since quarantine it's really amped up you know um and she's so it's 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 been a lot of a lot more facetiming a lot more vulnerability mm -hmm. um for those who follow us on on instagram you all will know that our quarantine conversations the instagram live that we do every friday was actually inspired by a really good friend of mine maisha and the conversation that her and I had for hours on the phone. And we were just vulnerable. We were just talking about and, and outwardly processing to one another um, all the thoughts and, and, and all the feelings that have come up, uh, you know, since the beginning of quarantine. And a lot of things that we've realized about ourselves. So my friendships honestly have gotten so much closer, so much more vulnerable. Um, we're expressing constantly how we feel in this state with what still we we are still in a pandemic y'all it's september right. and we're still in a pandemic and it's been since March. still yeah we're still here so so the vulnerability has definitely grown which caused me to realize how much i value vulnerability so it's 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 yeah yeah that's amazing absolutely has your friendships changed my Disa, during this time I would say um, we're we're all more vocal about 
like when when we because there's a few different like friend groups of mine who like to do movie night and I love in in all of these conversations that I have how vocal everyone is about like <laughs> going back to boundaries time boundaries and the wife like no I'm coming off work here like I had this is my family day I can't do that then or like I have this other commitment or I'm gonna be asleep by that time like <laughs> with friends on different coasts and and I love the 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 a hundred percent acceptance of like that is how your life currently is going and that being in flux isn't so bad sometimes when you have people who you surround yourself with who can go with that flow because that's what this is like we're all just kind of flowing through this and and there sometimes it it feels like there's you know something to grasp onto and to climb up onto. And sometimes it's like, yo, I'm kind of coasting. Yeah. And that's okay. Coasting is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think my friendships have gotten deeper during this time for sure. And then like the honesty, like just being honest and not sacrificing honesty for the sake of other others' feelings. And like I had a, a, a moment a week ago with a friend where there was like emotion that came from honesty because we viewed the friendship differently and it was a realization in mm. real time of that and it was my truth and it was her truth and we sat with that and what i loved about it is that nobody did nothing to make that truth different for the other person it just what what it was mm. you know i love that and we sat there with each other and just loved with each other in space while sharing our truth about how we perceived the friendship and like something that was said was like oh i didn't realize that i was like yeah but if we look at it you know, this is true. We don't know each other in this area of our lives. Mm. And so it's a vulnerable space that we're talking about for the first time. And mm. I spoke about my trigger. I was like, I'm trying to figure out why I'm blocked right now. And I'm defensive with the questioning, you know, because I didn't have an answer for a question. And it was about projections. And I was mm. like, I inhibit projecting on situations. And I honestly don't have an answer for this question you're asking me. And there was, I felt that there was pressure for me to have an answer. And I was saying that, mm. well, I would have to project an idea to create a dream to give you an answer for the question you're answering me. And I'm saying in my truth that I don't do that. I'm not projecting an endpoint on this love thing. Mm. And so that's something that is my truth in this moment. And it was really, really cool to talk around that for a while and to say, yeah, I feel like I'm triggered because as a kid, when I said things, someone would try to manipulate. It feels like the manipulation of my thought or my words is pressure to be somewhere that I'm not at yet. And I think that that's where I'm getting blocked because I mm -hmm. feel like I said the same things for an hour and I was told, but, 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 but. Mm -hmm. And we were able to say that with so much compassion and empathy um, even when it got a little, you know, defensive, we were able to like, see, oh, I feel like there's a block here. But I feel like, you know, we were able to navigate that without making it more of the other person's problem. Like there was so much mm. just responsibility of self in that. And it was a hard conversation, um, you know, but it was a beautiful one because we just have, the, we're mature in that way to be able to have hard conversations in real time and come to healing in real time or just the ah of what is possible with healing, you know? Yeah. It sounds yeah. like the, the transparency in that conversation and the honesty was uh, sacrosanct. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Come I knew it was it. coming. I was like, shh. 
she about to say that? Like, there is no way that that you are going to allow it to be interfered with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wanted that transparency, that vulnerability to be that exposure really like because that is a moment where you both are just extremely exposed right you wanted that to remain and have just a beautiful outcome that you did so that's and you also and you also like just take care of your friends like you can be honest what like the same thing about what alex l was saying you're like you can be set boundaries with compassion you know and so like although there was the truth and we saw something differently in our friendship and we were realizing that we saw the friendship differently like we did not stop taking care of each other in that Mm -hmm. i was like ah tell me how you've seen the friendship Mm -hmm. ah like i didn't have to say but how can you see it that way but how could you it was like ah i Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. yeah that's how you see it the friendship didn't have to be a fight yeah and really the friendship was what was truly sacrosanct you know yeah the friendship in itself right Hey. <laughs> give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Hey. <laughs> so that's beautiful. Like that's yeah, that's amazing. I think that's why I value a lot of what you say so much. Uh, really all of what you say so much. Um, the both of you all, because it really comes from a place that has been thought out and it comes from your own experiences and it comes from a place of of saying like I want this to be these conversations especially these hard conversations we may have to have i Mm -hmm. want there to be a good outcome you know i want everyone up that's a part of this conversation to walk away with something valuable to hold on to um and you don't always get that you know with 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 everyone that you encounter so those who you do encounter that with you know on the topic of friendship you know we have to definitely keep that keep that close to us um and with that i would really ask y'all especially we talk we talk we brag about our friendships all the time like our own our friendships outside of this podcast and we brag about them all the time so our especially during this pandemic right now right when a whole bunch of people are vulnerable <laughs> and exposed um our new friends yes. welcome during this pandemic yes i i gotta say i have a <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I gotta answer before she got the question out. But <laughs> yes, and I, I say that, and I'm really only thinking of one person <laughs> or one edition, which, listen, that's great. Keep the circle small. I'm cool with that. Um, and it's someone from, from my coding classes. Like, I, I was supposed to do I'm not gonna go on about that story (laughs) but I was supposed to we were supposed to be in the final group together for our final group project but then something happened and I got shifted to a different group um but I learned some things there too (laughs) um (laughs) and and um she had just been like real cool throughout the whole program and there was even one night where Uh, We were both working on an assignment and I said something in the Slack. I was like, I need help with this issue that I'm having with my code. Something with some buttons. Don't take buttons for granted, (laughs) y'all. When you click them and they load a new page or actually do some shit, don't take them for granted. (laughs) So I'm working on something and like we stayed up like into the wee hours of the morning on Zoom, just like working on stuff and just like chatting it Mm -hmm. up in class classes since ended um and like we've we've still talked and whatnot and I'm like 
you're a cool uh-huh. person. Like I enjoy, I enjoy your spirit and like mm. having interacted with you for three months, but never having met you. Mm. Me saying that just now was the first time that like that element has really ever come to the forefront of my mm. brain. I'm just like, I think you're a cool person and I like your vibes over, over the yeah. Zoom machine. Yeah. So you get to come into the fold. You ain't invited to the barbecue just yet. Yeah, but like this that. virtual relationship we got going works out just fine. Right. This is cool. For me, I'm never like opposed to new friends. I just think I look at friendships differently than I think culture does. Um, and there's always a slow, I don't have like quick friends. I don't have that experience in life. Like when I look around, like everyone that I mentioned has been there for a while or like a mm. mutual friend or in the atmosphere for a while. And so the idea of like new friend, I'm like, hmm, what does that look like in my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I want to say, yes, of course. Um, just like with relationships though, there's like a process of getting to know before like mm-hmm. I put someone in the label of friendship. I think I have more acquaintances that think they're my friends than I have friends. Mm. Like I keep a very small circle. Like I see a few people. Mm. That's real. That's real. I, I think I'm maybe about a week ago, I was like, no new friends. <laughs> I got enough. There's so many of y'all. Um, but no, I, I totally agree. It really just depends on the connection. Y'all know I've said this before. I make a lot of connections real fast and then some of them fade real fast too. So I am cautious um, in calling folks friends, you know, so soon. But I have definitely had one friend. So similar to you again, Mandisa. Shout out to Chelsea. Y'all. Those who are listening and who watched us on um, Quarantine Conversations Instagram Live, she was actually here with me when we did it. It was so much fun. We had a dance break, everything. Um, Her and I, oh, quick friends, real fast, with a purpose. So I value, I do value that. That does happen. I don't want to say that it does not. Um, And and for, um, like, almost instantly, I was like, oh, this is a friendship for life. Like, you know, there's no way I'm not going to... There's no way I'm gonna let this girl go. Like, this is my friend. This that's just a wrap. She's just that that dope of a person, um, and just that genuine of a person as well, and very considerate. So, um, yeah. So new new friends are definitely it. What's up? I have a question. So so we we all say new friends are on the table in our own mm-hmm. way, but. I know it might not seem like it outside, but we're coming up on fall. <laughs> it might get a little chilly. We might want to get our cut along. Is is cuffing season canceled due to the pandemic? No, no I don't think it is. Damn, I really don't think it is. I think that typically, you know, winter is usually the cuffing season. And that's usually where you find your one or your two or your three, with, depending on how you identify to cuddle with you know what I mean like the flow of being out and like dating and having fun kind of slows down and so I here's what I tell everybody because this is a virus that's very serious I treat I treat COVID like I treat sex I think Mm. honest open communication needs to be had and if you're communicating with your partner about you know their testing if you're going to be cuffing and being sexual thank you thank you and then also about their COVID behavior and being honest about it like are you working where are you working does your job provide testing have you been tested with your frequency and your patterns and then from that from that 
you decide for yourself where you feel safe. Mm -hmm. You decide if you feel safe because we're all living in this world where we can touch a can of beans and have COVID. We're all in the same world. And so as long as you take responsibility to have open, honest communication and then make our own personal choices, I think you can cuff. I, I also think that those conversations are sacrosanct to our health. Ooh, that's good. Okay. That's good. That's okay. good. That's real good. Mm-hmm. That's real good. Mm-hmm. Real good. Mm-hmm. Three, three. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I would say, I would say we got a, we got a smart cuff. Smart cuff. Yeah, we, yeah, we smart cuff. You got a smart and just, cuff. Um, and just be honest. I think that's always the end of, we end our conversations, right? It's like, just be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we always agree to that. Just be honest. Yeah. And there's creativity too. There's creativity. Like you can cuddle with the mask on if you really just want to be touched. Like if you really just want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Like, you know Mask-y what I mean? Clothes. You can, you can <laughs> cuddle, you can cuddle with the mask on and you can, there's a lot of things out there with Tantra and research, which you can do with your fingertips and things of that nature and just the touching of bodies. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you can be creative if you really want to touch somebody i do not disagree i do not disagree so we talked about dating we talked about friendships that lead to dating uh that lead back to beautiful friendships and yes it's it's good to know that we we don't consider quote cuffing season unquote to be uh to be (laughs) canceled uh we just got to be creative with it so the question of the week for our audience is is cuffing season canceled for you? Is it canceled due to the pandemic mm. or nah? Because I'm <laughs> new over here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it still get a little chilly. Please let us know. <laughs> listen, there's, I just need that one. I, I Listen, I know the one I want. Just one. Mm. Just gotta release the fear and figure out these pods for the fall. We'll see. Say we'll that. See. Mm. Say mm. that. Mm. I'm with Say it. I'm with that. it. I will be sacrosanct with. Mm. Um, already y'all, so y'all know what to do. So rate, subscribe, and review so we can continue to do what we do. Find us on our G at Living Millennial PC. Here's why. We want y'all to hit our comments and tell us if cuffing season is over or not. DM us, whatever you like. Find us on Facebook at Living Millennial Podcast. Give us a like as well. Don't forget to share our content. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. So much. Love you back. Love y'all. Love y'all, y'all are good. I, y'all can't see it, but they both are just glowing through this Zoom. <laughs> Listen, it's a trio of beauty, okay? Hey. There we go. Alrighty, so now that we've affirmed the glow up, <laughs> I appreciate y'all. We out. Deuces. That was great, that was y'all. Amazing. That was, that was great. Good.